Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Ex-Mormon Files. I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and I appreciate you spending some time with us. I'm really pleased tonight, today, to introduce to you Dan Lewis. Dan, uh, our stories somewhat parallel each yeah. other in many ways. Long time in the church, and yeah. uh, all of a sudden things just aren't quite what they were. That's right? for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we do usually, you where were you born? I was born in uh, Logan. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Grew up in Cache Valley and uh, in went active, to school there. Active yeah. family, was it? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, very active. active. Mostly led by my mother. My, yeah. my dad kind of went along and became a high priest just because he kept going, you know, and got older and made him yeah. a priest. That happens, but, doesn't uh, it? But you know, my dad got saved. Uh, he he had had a heart attack at uh, like just before he turned eighty. Oh my goodness! And uh, my wife Marta went into intensive care while I guarded the door, and she he prayed the sinner's prayer, and Except and then we Jesus. he lived a couple more years, and and uh, we had a little secret. Between it, he could never could tell anybody else. But oh, is that right? Well, the, he, the he cat's out now. In. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How exciting. Yeah. But you were active. I mean, seminary. And Four years. Scouting, I, was, I, guess, I was in the first group. I don't know how widespread it was, but in in our little valley. I was in the first group that started four years of seminary. Up oh, until yeah. then, it had been just three, three years. years while so you're four in years school. of uh, yeah. of seminary. Yeah. yeah. Good testimony of the church. And oh, absolutely. Book of Mormon yeah, and, just that little recording you push that uh, when <laughs> know, all else fails, bear your testimony. I know the church is true. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's funny, even, even uh, the ones we would call Jack Mormons, if you'd back them into a corner, they would Repeat they would them. still bear yeah. their testimony. I know I might not be living right, but I know Joseph Smith and then on yeah. and on. And, yeah, the Book of Mormon's so, yeah. true and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Well, I, uh, and you believed, of course, the re what we call the restored gospel. I mean, that it had to be there was an apostasy and a restoration. I, I believed it yeah. um, because that's the only thing I ever heard. Yeah. That's the only thing. I didn't know anybody who was not a Mormon in, in my little valley at that Cash time. Cash Valley, huh? Um, and the only thing I knew about other church, I knew there were Baptists and I knew there were Catholics. Yeah. And, and they were wrong. Of course. You know, Since you were in the only, I knew, only you know? true church. That's right. right yeah. yeah. And so... As a member of the only true church, why would I need to look elsewhere? Why, why would I even, and why would I even need to open the Bible if it's you can't trust it yeah, because right. it might not be translated correctly, isn't that, isn't especially if it funny? doesn't agree with the point they're trying to make. We've sure learned a lot, haven't we? In the we last have. Few years. Well, so after high school, what happens? After high school, I uh, I went to a year of college and uh, was waiting for a mission call. Oh, um, but got drafted into the U.S. Oh, Navy instead. Yeah. Back then, that was in 1965, right. uh, Vietnam was getting hotter and hotter, and uh, the Navy drafted a few people. They drafted three people from the state of Utah. I was one of and them. You were, 
It was the first, first group since the Korean War that the Navy had drafted. Yeah, that's right, because so it's usually I, uh, the Army that drafts. Yeah, and, and so I got to go to boot camp in San Diego in the winter, okay. which was great. Yeah. I mean, you know, for boot yeah. camp. And then right. from there, I was one of only three people from my company that got stationed on the East Coast, wow. where we went to the Mediterranean and the Caribbean instead of Vietnam. So. Oh, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> it was... Uh, I. I I look back and I can see the hand of God on me even then, even though yeah. I had no clue. Now you was. were a good Mormon boy, I guess. Oh, absolutely. This time and, yeah. yeah. In fact, it, it's interesting that I had two of my buddies that were on missions while I was at the same time I was in the Navy. Yeah. We we both came home. We all three came home at the same time, and and we'd go out to movie or party or yeah. whatever. I'd be the driver because I wasn't drinking. And they were. And they were. Oh, certainly. The return Drinking. missionaries. Yeah. I guess. Anyway. A little freedom there. I won't, there on I won't their mention part. their names, but no. they know who they are. <laughs> well, you end up getting married. I did. Uh, now, did you end up in school or, or go to school? Somewhere? I I did go to school. I got out of the Navy, and uh, the GI Bill paid my my schooling, so I finished okay. at Utah State. Oh, great. Um, I you know I didn't really like BYU even when I was a good Mormon. I. I you know, I, me, I was an Aggie all the time. Darn it. <laughs> but, As a matter of fact, you live in Florida now. And yeah, I do. You, you actually came out here from Florida to go to the homecoming. Well, game. actually, this was a, supposed to be a dual trip. I was, I was, uh, felt like we needed to come out and visit my sister, who was uh, 86 oh, years old, and, and she passed away. A couple of weeks um, ago. And so now there's just the football game left, so. oh, okay. and we'll spend some time with family and things. And, and so. this interview, so I, and this interview, I appreciate yeah. you so much being, coming and making contact. Oh, so anyway, you, you meet your uh, wife. And and while I was in, in college at Utah yeah. State, and uh, we were married in the temple. Logan Temple there. I had four children. Okay. And uh, she was good. I mean, she was. Oh, we were we were active in the temple. We did. Uh, we, yeah. we, you know, I was in in uh, two different wards. I was in the bishopric as a counselor, in two different wards in in Idaho. And just never any question in your mind that the church was wasn't true, right? No, I mean, I, just... there's uh, no reason to question because yeah. the, uh, the whole process in growing up from from at least for us who were born in the church. That's all you ever heard. It's here. It's the only true church, yeah. and all others are an abomination to God. And that's reinforced, if not weekly, at least on fast Sundays. Uh, yeah, Sunday, you know, yeah. Reinforced that's... that we're in the only true church. And, yeah. and I might not have been very bright, but I know enough <laughs> not to mess with an abomination to God. You know? Yeah. I, and <laughs> so uh, I just stayed away from from study or or anything. Oh my. Yeah. So what happens? You get going on in life with four well, kids and. We uh, we were living in Idaho Falls and and uh, actually moved back to Cache Valley. I got a job uh, teaching at one of the schools in the district here, oh. and and uh, we were having some marital problems hmm. and uh, had a divorce. And that can be devastating. Can it was it? devastating. It was uh, because as a as a male Mormon, um, what do you do? I mean, I felt like such a failure. Well, yeah, because you're gearing up for the celestial kingdom. Well, uh, yeah, and, and even though we didn't get along that well, I, I was her ticket into the c celestial kingdom. Yeah, she's, as, she's because a woman game. can't get there alone, you know. Uh, and and I just felt such a failure. 
and, and that little song came up to me that, uh, have I done any good in the world today? Have I helped anyone in need? Have I cheered up the sad and made someone feel glad? If not, I have failed indeed. Mm -hmm. And that's what I felt. Well, I, you're, I was really just carrying a burden. Really right? such a failure. And I was, I was to the point of, of taking my own life. Oh, my. And, uh, you know, I, I shared this testimony for the first time. I used to teach at a Christian school in, in Portland. And I shared at a retreat. And I hadn't heard myself give this testimony oh, before. Really? And I was... I was in tears before it was over. I didn't, uh, I didn't realize what was that because my own kids were there hearing this how for the first time too. How depressing you were, how depressed you were. Yeah, how and, uh, and I was, failure you know, they say sometimes that it's a, a cry for help, that it's, you know, you don't really mean to do it. I meant to do it. I had a shotgun with three shells and, you know, out in the country, people are always hunting and, yeah. and uh, so I shot two shots. The third one is going to be for myself. Oh my. And I was funny. I'm looking for a comfortable place to do it, you know, in the in the weeds and stuff. And here, my son, six year old, comes out looking for his dad. He's hearing the gunshots. He wants to see what dad's doing. Oh my goodness! And and I, the hand of God just grabbed me Pushed right in. Pushed him right into your and, area. And it's it's amazing how how warped your thinking can be in yeah. in stressful times like that. When you're stuck with rules and regulations mm -hmm. and guidelines and you fall short of that, then yeah, it's, yeah. You, know, you feel like you're out of control. You've right. made a mistake that you can't repair. Yeah. yeah, there's no way out of it. And and my my opinion through all those years, all, the whole time I was a member of the Mormon Church was um, these other religions you know they were there were good people i met good people in yeah. my wife's church sure. and uh, but they were wrong and i i thought that for some reason they just had a license to live any way they wanted Eat, drink, and didn't remember. realize that that you know a committed christian is living a lot better cleaner life than i was than most a, of the time as a mormon yeah even though we claim to be the clean ones. The, well, after you divorced, then did you meet your future wife? I uh, did. Right I away? Did. I, was, I was coaching at uh, one of the high schools in the valley and uh, had to go into a, a Sunset Sporting Goods, Such which doesn't exist anymore either. I here today. Yeah. And uh, had to pick up uh, my coaching outfit for game day. We, yeah. All the coaches wear the same yeah. uniform. So I was in there. She waited on me. Oh, she did? Uh, yeah. And... Uh, I asked her, uh, would you like to go to a dance? Really? Well, she was a good Baptist girl. Did you and know she that was, at the time? I didn't know anything other than this was, this was a, well, and, and it had to be the Spirit of God even in, because my mind was, mind was made up. I'm done with women. You know, I'm, I don't. Yeah, well, uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I just again. was so drawn to her. It was like just talking to her, it was like we'd known each other forever. Oh uh, so I asked her if she'd want to go to to a dance and and she said she's she's from Europe from Hungary and she said she could see her mother pointing her finger across the ocean you'll go to hell if you go to if you dance you know so uh, we didn't dance I we, oh. we did go to a restaurant and had a dinner but yeah and then the next day I proposed that, to her really yeah my goodness the yeah. spirit was definitely well, yeah, guiding you, don't, you, along. you don't rush into things like that so yeah. I waited a day yeah well, now she ends up taking you to some Christian churches along the way, and what she happens was, there? Uh, she was going to a, a little church in Logan, 
Did you think you were going to convert her first of all? That's, a, that's the only reason I was there. Yeah, yeah. So um, you figured you were going to get her to come into my yeah, house, I'm sure. Yeah, it, it was... It was during, there were a lot of hippies going to this church. I yeah. was the only one that showed up in a, in a jacket and tie. Yeah. Um, and, you know, for a little Mormon guy who had been raised with, you know, reverence, fold your arms, and the only amen is at the end of the prayer, right. the closing prayer. And now people are actually saying amen and hallelujah and stuff out loud while the pastor's speaking. Yeah. But in their foyer, they, they had these what I call anti-Mormon tracts oh. that I, you know, I knew that they were written by people who just had been offended or whatever. They were just trying to lash out at the church. Right. So I sneaked a few in my pocket because my goal was to prove these people. I didn't get to, get to go on my mission. Yeah. So this was my mission field. I was, I was going to um, prove to these people, show these people the truth, you know, but you know, knowing that they know the Bible, I, I've got to really dig. Brigham Young said, compare the Bible. He said, study it out and yeah, see if it did. doesn't stand the, stand yeah, the test stand against the, test. the Book of Mormon. Yeah. Well, the more I studied, the, the worse it got. You know, we, you like to say that you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free, but uh, sometimes it'll beat you up first before. <laughs> I mean, and you have to accept it. It's it, it's not going to really set you have free. You go where the truth leads. You, you have right? to you have to you know because I know there are people who see the same evidence that I saw, yeah. and they they are somehow able to ignore it. Now, um, there are some who see the truth that the Mormon Church is not what it claims to be, and I guess their thinking is if the only true church isn't true. You know, why, you know, yeah. there must not be one. That worries us a lot because a lot of the people that are coming out of the church don't have that anchor right. in Jesus. They, they think the church, like you've said before, the, the Bible, they don't trust the Bible. They don't trust any other church. Um, and if the, new, if the true church isn't true, then mm -hmm. what do I got to yeah. anchor? But I, I thank God that I had a, a core group of people, including my wife and, and some other people from that church, who lifted me up in prayer during that whole process. Um, Be patient with you so you could yeah. learn the truth. Huh? Yeah, well, because it was funny. The day I met my wife, there was a laundromat right behind the sporting goods store. Yeah. Everything I had was in, that, in the washing machine in there. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I had just a, like a T-shirt and shorts on. That The night that I picked her up to take her out to dinner, I had my temple garments on. Oh. Which you you know in the summertime, if you got a light shirt, you can see that see, little right? smile yeah. under there. So right, right. <laughs> she wasn't sure what she had gotten into at that point because she recognized the the signs. Yeah. But, so you go through this study process, and did it, did it kind of like, well, wait a minute, this isn't what I thought it was. Or no, you it started was, learning it, more. Right. It made me angry at first. Did it? I I just well, first of all, I thought this these people are lying. This cannot be true. Then you find out. And then I study, and, and probably the most convincing thing are right within the Mormon writings and scriptures themselves. Yeah. Because there are contradictions that I was taught were never there. I mean, it's the most perfect book ever written, the Book of Mormon. And I find out there's almost no Mormon doctrine in the Book of Mormon. I was shocked at that when yeah. I came out. I didn't, 
it never occurred to me until somebody said that. And I thought, yeah, yeah there's no three degrees of glory or baptism for the dead or uh, we can become gods. Polygamy's right. denounced. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, so, a lot of what the, the church promotes Mormon is doctrine. actually taught against in the Book of Mormon. Yeah. And, and then I found out about the changes that had been made from the 1830 edition well, to the one they're using now. Yeah, that absolutely got and, me. And I thought, now how can you change God's holy word? Who, who authorized that change? Joseph Smith isn't here anymore. Yeah. Um, if it was the most perfect book, how can you make it more perfect? And these aren't just punctuation and spelling. These are doctrinal yeah. differences. Uh, somebody changed it because it it wasn't right. Well, still not right, but... Yeah. Well, did you have a moment when you finally stepped back and looked at the bigger picture and thought, Yeah. what, what happened with that? I, I came to the point where, where I, you know, there was just overwhelming evidence that what I had been taught was wrong. That's hard to take. That's yeah. a hard pill to swallow. And yet there's so much of it. Absolutely. True, but but it's hard to yeah. it's hard to comprehend that we've been deceived yeah. and your family's been deceived. And, Th that's it. Yeah, and and for all these years. And the other thing is recognizing that if I step out of this, I'm stepping out of everything social, everything all all the dances, the sports, everything yeah. that the church was promoting yeah. that I liked. Yeah. Um, was was connected That's to that. Special. Teaching in the schools that I taught in the district oh, were, yeah. it was almost like being in a private school, which was great because there were Mostly probably 90% or more of the kids were, were from LDS families. <laughs> and uh, so it was it was a hard decision, the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Once I made that decision that, well, first of all, if if there is a God, that's the first thing I had to come to. If there is a God, yeah. he's not the God of Mormonism. Ooh, that's a tough one. It, it was. Yeah. And, and f you know, that's the, you know, the, the bottom line was, first of all, I had to choose God or no God. Well, did you have a born-again moment then, kind of? Yeah, that? I did. Yeah. I did. We, uh, we were at... Uh, Which I don't think LDS really understand right. the beauty of what John 3... Is telling us yeah. that we must be born again, yeah. born of the Spirit. And well, because there, there's a lot of the Mormon teaching that actually is is contrary to that. I, Doctrine and Covenants, uh, I think section 130 says that that the Spirit of God can't live in man, but then there are other Mormon uh, scriptures that say He does. Yeah. So which one? Since there are no contradictions in it, how do you figure that out? Yeah. But we went to a uh, came to Salt Lake, and I think it was a South High School. There was a uh, a second chapter of Acts concert hmm. back in whenever that was. Yeah, I've I've been out of the church longer than I was in it now. So that's oh really? Yeah, yeah. You were in um, it for like thirty two. Thirty two years I was in. Wow. But uh, during that second chapter of Acts concert, uh, God just tugged on my heart enough that uh, I I yielded my life to Him, and. Uh, Oh my goodness. And my life got better in many ways, but my <laughs> my employment got worse. Yeah. Was, yeah. Because of because of coming. Well, because you know, and I I tried to keep it quiet. I didn't really um, make a big deal out of coming out of the Mormon Church, 
Uh, in fact, I didn't officially do it. I just, in my heart, I left. Yeah. I mean, I, what's a piece of paper anyway? Right. So uh, it was six or seven years before I finally made it official with, with the church. Mm. Um, but it, it, was, uh, it was disaster in my job because they, you know, in the little valley, word gets around mm. even if you don't want it to. And uh, I found myself being assigned different, different teaching positions, different coaching positions. Just to kind of get that, you out of the way. Yeah. A bit, yeah. And, uh, and replacing me with good Mormon people, guys, you know. Well, I know we were kind of laughing before even the interview. Just we can't believe that this has all happened to us. Oh, I know. We? I mean, I would have never thought that I would have traded in my garments for a cross and traded uh, my celestial kingdom. But, but it's so joyful. It is. To, to think, to un did you understand grace at all as a Mormon? No, no. not at all. I thought I did. Yeah. I thought I, you know, but Mormon grace is not the same as... No. as the grace of God that, that well, we know you, as When you can accept believers. that Jesus paid for our sins, oh. and we're only righteous in God's eyes because of His righteousness. Yeah, that's right. Nothing we can do to earn our way. Absolutely. And yet that temple boy, that uh, oh. you got to be doing all the check marks. Yeah. Now you and your wife do missionary service we do. over we, the uh, world. You've been in a lot of places. Tell us a little bit. We lived in, in Europe. We lived in, in uh, Hungary for 11 years. Our first missionary assignment was in Mongolia, oh of all goodness. places. Yeah. And um, now is that English speaking? Or did oh, you... no. I, that's why I know God has a sense of humor, <laughs> because to me, the two most difficult languages in the world are Mongolian <laughs> and Hungarian, and he sent me to both places. <laughs> but my wife is Hungarian, so she's my translator, and they think I'm an excellent teacher over there, but well, it's really her. So. <laughs> so has this been a you're you're helping people come to know Jesus right, and that right yeah. yeah we work mainly our our main work well we started with Bible schools we had Bible schools in Hungary and the surrounding country we had 23 Bible schools going at one time over there now we do it um, strictly on on audio where we put it in the church um, and there's there's two main churches that we're working with one in Hungary and one in Romania they are. Uh, Roma churches, gypsy churches, for oh the goodness. but Roma is the uh, yeah. politically correct word nowadays, and so we've been doing that for well, this is our twenty-first year in in official ministry. We were ministering before that, but wow. and the name of your ministry, Light to the Nations Ministries, Light to the Nations. taken from Isaiah uh, forty-two six. And, uh, so back in when you were 19 years old, you got drafted in the Navy yeah, instead was, of in on a mission. Yeah. And now look at you, yeah. serving all over the world. And yeah. You like Paul out there, do you? Teaching? Well, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I don't have to walk and you yeah. know, we, get to yeah, ride cars or something. But, yeah. Well, what a joyful thing. Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious that Jesus and the Bible just mean so much differently to you now. Oh, they do. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and see, that's the thing. Once, once I found out that I can trust the Bible, yeah, well, then I can guessed. then I can go ahead and study it. You know, yeah. and, um, because up until up until that time when I started to study, yeah. um, the Bible wasn't trustworthy. Well, and can you believe I I didn't know this at all? All the manuscripts and all the support, and certainly the Dead Sea Scrolls now, mm -hmm. but all this information proving that the the Bible is trustworthy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's certainly as trustworthy as any book ever. Well, and, and, and Joseph Smith comes in and 
And all the changes that he made, none yeah. of them have ever been supported right. by any documentation. Well, and that's the thing. You look at the archaeological evidence in, in Europe, and especially in the Holy Land, and what should be some archaeological evidence in the, uh, in the Book of Mormon oh. countries, yeah. uh, there's none. No. Uh, it's, it's just mind-boggling to, to see the evidence that is actually available. Yeah. If if anybody's, and it's not hard to get at. It's it's easy. Well, I think that's the funny thing. I mean, I've he I've heard so many that even the LDS essays that the church has written, Mormon, current active Mormons sometimes say, "Well, why do I need to look at those? I already know what I believe." Yep. Yeah. Uh, and yet they, and they're not perfect, but they at least present some things that a Mormon should really question. And it's so much out there. Yeah. I probably would have never left the church had I not been trying to, to prove my church was True. the only way to go. <laughs> I, seriously, I, there was no, no reason to, to look elsewhere. Yeah. And well, we've got just a minute or so. Is there something you'd like to share with family, friends? Or, well, I don't know, you've probably um, got lots of family I don't know family how many family friends will be watching this. Yeah, but, uh, hopefully some. You know, but people who are looking, people who are wondering, maybe hearing this and and the first thing i want to say is that uh, we we can't we can't confront people with with anger and and loudness it has to be done by sharing the truth in love yeah and i guess if anything i'd like to share my testimony <laughs> that i know that the bible is reliable it is the word of god it is translated correctly and those who think otherwise really don't understand the process that was was undertaken yeah. to translate that yeah. that work, and uh, yeah, I'm staking my life on it and my yeah. my afterlife too. The gospel of grace. Amen. And, and so, family, your four kids, did they follow? All, all along? four kids uh, came out. I I wrote the letter to the the presiding bishopric and. Uh, but all four children were born in the church. They they were only one was baptized. Only oh, one okay. was uh, the, the oldest son was was baptized before and the divorce so but we when we moved to idaho and i i was convinced hey, a general conference when they're telling all the membership of the church yeah uh, i finally realized they're counting me in that oh and yeah, so yeah. that's that's the main reason so i i worked with ed decker and and jim spencer uh a bit and and so they gave me some information on what to write and, and all that and Got your name removed. Yeah, got my name removed. But your kids of all kinds. That must be a great feeling to, to know that your family's with you. I've still got a couple in the church, mm -hmm. and uh, we pray for them a lot. Yeah. And hopefully God will open their eyes. But And it's fun to see how God's worked in your life, hasn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. And all four are born again, and we've got uh, ten grandkids now. So. Well, and you have such a sweet wife. Yeah. She is uh, uh, a delight and uh, I know she's meant a lot to my wife so yeah. Dan thanks so much for coming and Thank sharing you. your story. Appreciate it. We'll see you next time. This has been the audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program including past and current video episodes please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon.